0: Happy New Year! Happy holidays! Happy uh, partial lockdown again, everyone. <laughs> uh, we've got a new episode for you this week. Glad to be back. Sorry, there was so much time off. Um, life got in the way. You know, I had to uh, I had to dive in deeper into my own psyche and and all that jazz, but. Um, Got a great episode for you, Matt Taylor. Good friend, love this man. Um, He is clean for a whole year now, and very proud of him. Um, And here's our conversation. So I hope you enjoy it. And you know what? If you're out there and you're struggling with it, give us a shout. Give me a show, give him a show Give somebody a shout, And maybe You know, we can uh, We can just help each other out But I'll uh, I'll stop my Stop my incoherent rambles And uh, let you get to the show Love you guys, ciao Ladies and gentlemen
1: And lowlifes
0: All thoughts thought,
2: thought, thought. Think about it
0: and we're back finally in the new year. I mean, I suppose well this will be. We're recording it before the new year, but fuck, I already screwed up the <laughs> Um, anyways, doesn't matter. We're back for another episode of Meatball Thoughts. uh I'm your host, my Sebastian, uh, and we have because I'm already. God, Damn it, my brain is super not on, on it right now. You gotta drink your tea. Hey, 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 hey. Ooh, easy, easy. I'm sober. It's <laughs> caffeine-free. Um, <laughs> is it? Uh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Herbal, refreshing. Herbal. We have the refreshing, the most refreshing... Um, chef without a kitchen. Uh, <laughs> Matt Parker Max Taylor's back for another round. Let's go, baby. Hey guys, how's it going? Oh great, oh great, just great. Oh yeah. Um, question for you, because like it's been it's been a fucking hot minute since we've sat down. And you were like, and you fucking reached out to me. You're like, hey man, my uh, my one, almost
3: a year now. I think last year. time was last winter. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but it would have been like like February or something,
0: April. Or, wait, so. when's winter? <laughs> Winter's right now. Yeah, you just, you're not wrong, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's true. Probably it's would been have while. been like end of February because you were still fucking because then you just went into working like a dog for the summer months. Yeah,
3: we we're doing takeout and then we went into the, the patio months. But now you're free.
0: You're free of kitchens. Free of kitchens for the for first now. time in thirteen
3: years. Right for now. Yeah.
0: Um, and, uh, no, but you fucking, I, I was surprised. I mean, we, you know, we explained it exchanged some nice, uh, Christmas pleasantries of, you know, happy, happy holidays and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, Hey man, like my fucking, uh, your, your one year clean mm-hmm. fucking big up time <laughs> on that one. Love like that. four days now. Fucking amazing, man. Yeah. Um, that is, that's coming up very quickly and I See no reason why you're not gonna hit a year, which mm-hmm. is like, fucking, if you if you fuck it up in the last Knock fucking a couple of stretches, oh yeah. man, not, just don't leave your house. It's super easy. Um, smoke pot and don't leave your house and eat pizza. I don't know. Gain five pounds. Who gives a shit? I've um, already done that. <laughs> yeah, right. And like I did that over the last fucking three weeks. But no, you you reached out to me and I was I was surprised. I was also just kind of like, oh that's interesting. Like I didn't I didn't know the date or anything. Um New Year's you know, Day. Because I'm selfish, so it's fucking his way to um, I forgot it was your birthday tomorrow, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we should say we're recording this on the twenty eighth. So by the time this comes out, uh it will be twenty twenty two question mark. Um and and I'll have turned thirty one and you'll have been cool for a year. Nice. Fuck, oh, dude. Let's go. 2022 <laughs> is going to be a fun year. Yeah, it's going to be I good. I think. Um, we should have John joining us momentarily, but let's, uh, let's because I know what a year clean for me was. Mm-hmm. I knew what my mind went through. And
3: you're at two years now, right? Uh, two years yeah, January
0: 9th will be two and a half on the dot. Two and a half on the dot. Yeah, January 9th. Um, That's huge. Which is sweet. Um. But, like, I still remember some of the, the, the ups, downs, and all-arounds of the first year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, let's fucking, let's just get right into the weeds. What, yeah. What is it, what is,
2: hmm,
0: maybe not what is, but how do you feel right now? How, how does your, how's your mind?
3: My mind's good. Um, I think, inevitably something that I've learned through therapy or through my therapist is uh, inevitably the thoughts of using is always going to come up and that's
2: mm.
3: to not get mad at myself for those things the fact that I'm having those thoughts or not judge myself on those thoughts mm. uh, and realize that it's you know part of my the way my brain works now for the rest of my life is that I'm going to have thoughts being like, Hey, you know, let's just try it one more time. I what's we, the worst that could happen?
0: I we did that thing and we yeah. had lots of fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: So, you know, those are inevitable. It's always going to happen. And, and I think it's the way that you react to those and the way you pick yourself up after, after the fact is what's going to change. Um, and, you know, especially now, right? Cause you got this thing in your head and the closer it gets to this date, the, cl- the more it's going to be like, Oh, like you made it this far try it again, you know, whatever. It's fine. Really? Just, uh, yeah. I mean, for me, this way way my head works. Um, but I mean, the thing is right now is that my life is in a place I've, I've established things in my life and people in my life and practices in my life to, to deal with that. Right. So that it's not just something happens like that and it throws me off the rails and I'm like gone for three days using yeah. drugs. Right. It's, uh-huh. it's become to a point where, you know, I have a support system
0: speak of the devil <laughs> that's
3: my dog Milo barking at uh, Uncle John yeah, um, ask, like, a um. <laughs> yeah so it's just become this thing where I think it's just a practice of uh, recognizing that you're having the thoughts being okay with it and mm-hmm. not judging yourself for it and being able to uh, you know clearly go through the steps in your head you're like okay what would actually happen if I used right now Mm. what's the repercussions of that? Right? How is that going to affect the people in my life that I love and I care about?
0: Dude, you're already there after a year? God damn it, it took <laughs> me a <laughs> year and a half. <laughs> uh,
3: no. Well, I mean I, mean, I go to therapy every week and I, and I talk about this stuff a lot, right? Like, it's, my whole, well, it's, it's my, my whole
0: life, right? I mean, that's, isn't that the thing, though? Because you, you feel like it's your whole life, but it's such a blip in time where mm. you're just like, oh, but there was mm-hmm. decades before... Mm-hmm. like yeah where like you know that's like when someone's like well I, I gotta have sex it's like you know have sex for like over a decade and a half yeah. of your the first part of your life um no but really you think it's it's that prevalent in in your mind i suppose so comparatively mm-hmm no, I mean, are you just gonna stand there and be fucking weird? Like we already told you, we already told people that you were gonna be late, so pull the chair up, <laughs> take your mask off, stop being such a liberal cuck, and sit down. <laughs> oh <my
1: God. laughs>
0: Alright, John and TomTom are back in
3: full
1: swing. I gotta do this, right? Oh, to the circle us. one Two. play with the audio. Four. Yeah. It seemed like an important conversation, so I didn't wanna interrupt it. No. You don't like being part of important conversations?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's why you have a mask
0: on! <laughs> You're disgusting. Shave that thing off right now. It's oh disgusting. God. Why do you
1: have a mustache? You look so the much more Mexican. The oh list, my god! The
3: listeners that cannot see right now, there's a there's a, a wild animal on John's face right now that
0: he has to shave off. That is so, the weirdest brown caterpillar I've ever seen. Does, does she enjoy? She it? likes
1: that, doesn't she? Her, her mom? No, oh you're a lady. No, no. She doesn't.
0: You're just doing it to upset her.
1: To upset the world.
0: Nice. I mean, I'm not upset, I'm just entertained. This is amazing.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Fuck. <laughs> That's why I didn't want to. That's why I you know, had I the know, mask on. I know, on. it seemed
1: like you guys were having a heart-to-heart, and I didn't want to come in with this no. monstrosity. And... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this
0: monstrosity? So if you know it's a monstrosity, why are you leaving it on your face? Watch out for the computer. Oops. Don't be a tail. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: knew we shouldn't have given you this little chair. Fuck. More power. All can do is that. <laughs> more power than I can wield responsibly. The skinny chairs. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> But, yeah, anyways, what were you guys talking about? Can you about? put the mask back on so we can <laughs> yeah, finish this yeah, conversation? Yeah. Okay, that's what I brought in. Say we do that. <laughs> okay, mask is back
2: now. <laughs> okay. All right. I didn't even
0: know you could grow facial hair. That's crazy. Neither Damn. did I.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's <pretty> impressive, actually.
1: <laughs> Fucking Christ.
3: Tom Tom's losing it. We're almost there. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Oh <laughs> shit. That was fucking amazing. You knew the exact reaction
2: that I was gonna get too, you <laughs> son of a bitch. That's why I was waiting up
0: in the hallway like a like a gentleman. Um, no, but no, it's interesting, I think just because <clears throat> You bring bring it back to uh sobriety. Um yeah. nice little segue. John's not really story. off the wagon as far as the fucking facial hair shit goes. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> <laughs> um that was not very good. Um, no, I think it's interesting because certainly I I can remember how my mind was in the first year where you're just like you're you're consumed by a lot of those thoughts and you're just your focus is to just a white knuckle it but also mm-hmm. b progress or at least I mean I, mean, I can speak solely from, sure, sure. I mean, I'm gonna say it like it's the universal fucking truth but it's yep. like this is what my mind is thinking right um, or at least how my mind behaved that it was just like you have this thing that is so you're you're you you you're you're fighting so hard against what that the the version of you that you are in those times mm-hmm. and you and i know that version very well of each other because hey yeah times were fun air quotes back <laughs> in <the day>. um
2: <laughs> yeah
0: but maybe. now but now you have or at least when when i got past the first year it was like oh cool mm mm-hmm. oh, sweet that's super doable. Yeah. And, like, you're fucking inches away from it, so it doesn't... <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Hours. I swear to God. If what I, if I hear of you fucking slipping, I'm gonna come problem. here and I'm gonna beat your fucking ass. Aw. Yeah.
3: That's so nice of you. Yeah.
0: Like, your face won't look like that anymore. <laughs> I have a lot really, of rage, and really mostly great, it's from John's safe, fucking safe upper lip, Same space that we've but space
1: generated here. <laughs> he, he knows his head love. This. He, wouldn't,
0: he wouldn't fight back. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd try and pull some jujitsu shit, and then your cardio would give out, and I'd just be like, "Okay, are you done now?" Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. no, I think it's interesting just because I think anybody who's struggling with it, with sobriety or or just even just managing their emotions, because that's essentially, I mean. It's essentially what it is, right? Because you're you're managing your emotions and your expectations of yourself in a given scenario, and whether that scenario is stressful or happy or I know after many good services mm-hmm. where service just fucking popped off and I didn't want that energy because it's to not stop, just the negative emotions that is, make it, you want to do drugs. It ties you into this this world of just like this it's false dopamine, but Mm -hmm. you got that real dopamine and the only way to keep it going is by introducing the false and keeping the false going. Or the only way to pull yourself out of feeling like a bag of shit is to fucking introduce the false dopamine. And then it's just a spiral from there. But, Mm -hmm. um, or at least speaking from my own addict mind where it's like, that's crazy. Interesting. Okay. So
3: yeah, first, first year,
0: let's just first year's done okay great <laughs>
3: well for me it like i think the biggest part for me was that I, I don't think about it in years or months or anything like that i try as hard as i possibly can to think about it just day by day mm-hmm. and every single day i wake up i tell myself like every single morning i'm like i'm not going to do drugs today to me that's it's okay though well, for me, drugs are cocaine. Like, I do Argen, other drugs. Oh, yeah. I do yeah. other drugs, like I'll do MDMA from, from now and then and stuff like that. And those are things that, yeah, I remember in, remember. My, yeah. <laughs> in my opinion, um, you know, I've been to NA and AA and stuff like that. And those are all very dogmatic approaches to the to the, to the the system and stuff like that of trying to not do drugs. And it works for some people. It didn't work for me. Yeah. Uh, you never went to any of those meetings. I remember I tried to, when I was, or maybe you did, I don't know, but I tried to get you to go with me. But, uh it's not your thing, right? And everybody has their own way of doing it. Um It's too structured.
2: Yeah. <laughs> my my for mind, f- my some mind people John work. John knows this
0: well enough that like structure doesn't work in my fucking mind. Like mm-hmm. barely. barely. Only in works. the kitchen. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> Only when cleaning and yeah. fucking cooking eggs does structure work
3: yeah but so yeah. for me it's just you know rather than being like i'm proud of getting to a year that's that's a big thing for me but i never was like oh i'm at six months i'm at eight months i'm in like yeah, like yeah. i did like i did i did not, for the most the part place. it was more marla like my wife telling me hey you yeah. got it to, to nine months like congratulations i'm so proud of but you yeah. right and that to me was better than you know for me because I would like wake up every morning and I'd like see her and I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna do drugs today because like for myself, but also like for my family, for like yeah, my for, dog, for, for my future. wife, and all that stuff. Yeah. So like for me, for your I tried
0: to business
3: from future business. Nobody wants yeah. to be in
0: business with a fucking cocaine anymore. I mean, <laughs> not anymore. I mean, back in the day, it was kind of six yeah. and one half dozen the other. You know? <laughs>
3: um, but uh... but yeah, no, it was. Uh, just really getting used to that kind of and not for me it's like not seeing the forest through the trees kind of thing like if you say oh i gotta get to a year that's really intimidating but if you say i'm not gonna do it today for me it's easier to to to, to tackle
0: what um okay you can take the
1: mask off now
0: okay Okay. i mean i'm gonna keep laughing but like (laughs) (laughs)
1: look at it it's still there what is it if just you're not bring you a it. razor? What is it? Okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll send, it out. I'll send you
0: Manscaped to your fucking house Don't if you want. I hear it on enough podcasts that it's
1: like. he it has like so many different. Manscaped's a 4.0. That's, yeah. that's true. You have like six different kinds of razors, you. I, I do. Jesus. I and you know any how, any how to sharpen them all. I haven't used any of them on my upper lip this week, so. <laughs> <sighs> oh God. But uh, bringing it back to what you guys were talking about, if <laughs> yeah. I may, if that's allowed. yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you're taking it day by day, which seems like an approach that, that's that been working for you, what, what are the different, like how has day 7, 40, and 364, or whatever day mm-hmm. we're on now, like what is, what is... What's the progression? What has that been like day to day? Because I hope today's not as hard as day seven, or day four, or day three, Sometimes is it? I don't know. Dead ass. Sometimes it is though. Every day's different. <laughs>
3: yeah, and that's the yeah. thing is is that like some days it's really easy. Some days I forget. Some yeah. days I'm just like really enjoying my life, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I forget. Um, some days are really t- hard, and it's what I have found at least now is that the things that used to set me off, the things which was everything, uh, yeah, right. used to set me off and make me want to do drugs and be like, oh, like I, whatever, fuck this shit, I'm out. I've maybe it's because of the relationships that I've made in this year to, to, to be two specific relationships, like starting a business and and getting married. It's like these two things in my life, particularly like there's no, there's no running from it. There's like, like I have to show up for these people every single day, no matter what. And there's no other option because they have given that to me and I've decided to, for the rest of their lives be showing up for me. You know what I mean? So for me, that's what's changed my perspective of things, And, but to, to answer your question, is, yeah. is day by day it's not that day seven is harder than day one, it's that day 34 was hard and then day 35 was a little less hard, and, and, it, and it depends on who but talks it to me.
0: It could totally be, speaking from my own fucking mind, it's like, it could totally be fucking three, four months ago. <clears throat> <laughs> there was a day where I thought about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where there was like, and I was already over two years.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, fuck, maybe I had, maybe, maybe I had had like a fucking, a uh, using dream or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's had tough. one last night. No me, drugs, just booze. But like, and probably because we were going to see each other today. <laughs> <laughs> that's the universe being like, hey, remember you guys used to do dumb shit like this? Yeah. Um, No, but it was like, You'd have those things, and then you'd be wake. You'd wake up, and you'd be idling at a fucking six. And you'd just be like, "Man, like if something went off
2: mm-hmm. today in
0: like a really fucking gnarly way, like that could jack me up to a fucking nine, no problem,
2: mm-hmm.
0: no problem." And that's like, at least for myself, that's two years in, and it's like when you're when and when you're saying like, "Fucking," you know. Day 34 is tricky and then day 35 is like a little less tricky. You're like, that's literally like, but those are like worlds of differences, Mm -hmm. especially when you, when you begin to like notice how your mind is thinking about it, which like you have Mm -hmm. and you're just like, oh yeah, no, I can evaluate who I am right now in this moment. Mm -hmm. I don't have to disconnect from it. I can be with it and I can be sad or I can be happy or I can be uh, uncomfortable which is why you guys hang out with me. Uh, (laughs) I'm not done with those fucking (laughs) upper lip jokes yet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We should just have going to be
3: excited
2: to
0: realistically, like for the rest of the year, I'm going to be just texting (laughs) you. On the Instagram post. Until until you shave (laughs) it off, I'm going to be texting you. On
3: the Instagram post for this episode, it should just be a picture of his upper lip. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. I
1: could be like eating an orange Do you think you could go a year with that? (laughs) <laughs> please don't uh, I mean
0: Matt just wanted you're fucking clean dude <laughs> the, literally the least you could do is go yeah, get in solidarity message. in solidarity well not how, how, how I, serious do you Mac, think restaurants are gonna take you? To you. <laughs> I will do this, this you when like you're efficient. when you're like cold calling restaurants. You, you should probably let them know though. Like I have a mustache. As, <laughs> it's like our delivery driver as, is a little off-putting. <laughs> 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 yeah, just try not to his inhale is, from your nose. His face is mostly, mostly good to look at, but like ugh, there's a there's a part right in the middle that you're just gonna you're gonna be uncomfortable.
3: <laughs> Solid ten minutes of jokes, oh my two God. minutes of serious conversation. No, yeah,
2: sorry, um, i have, I should have come after the podcast. No, it's, okay. kind
1: of... um, it's good to laugh.
0: But like, so moving forward, where you're like, you, you already said you're like, I'm not gonna, I don't want to have like the six months, to a year, uh, a year and a month, like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Is it? Is it because then that would imply that there's an end to it?
3: No, I think it's just too lofty of a goal for me. It's too big. It's too too big to ascertain, right? Because for me, like I've always been a person with goals in my life, and I've always done whatever it takes to reach those goals. That's be nice. Um, He thought that was a joke. No, I'm laughing because it isn't a joke. Yeah, you're like I'm uncomfortable.
2: (laughs) I'm not gonna use (laughs) so. Good. (laughs) Um.
3: (laughs) No, it's too lofty of a goal, right? Like it's it's yeah. for me, it's just like what, like, because I've you know I've tried to quit so many fucking times, yeah. You know, yeah. and you've been there with me and stuff like that, and had lots of conversations with me about it, and
0: yeah, while we were both using
3: yeah, Snapchat. and you know, saying like, oh, I'm not going to use this week, I'm not going to use this month, blah, blah blah. It's like, oh, I'm going to have a dry January, whatever it says. Like that's fine, it works for some people, but yeah. for me, it doesn't. Yeah. I have to remind myself every day, and like. You know, I wanna make a separation between like the, the rigmarole that like NA Narcotics Anonymous and Alcoholics Anonymous does. They they like really hammer you down with this this
0: uh, It's a religious based approach. It's
3: a religious based thing. Uh, sometimes they say, you know, a higher power, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a religious yeah. thing but it's universe or how it can be you know, God or whoever you want it to be, but they really hammer you with this um, this speech of like you're powerless to your disease and you have to give up control. And it's like, you are powerless. Like, you have no power. And so to me, like, that is absolutely insane. Yeah, like, right? if I have no like, power that's, that's one of the over... main reasons
0: when you were telling me this in the past, I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to Yeah.
2: No. <laughs> if you...
3: Like, if I have no power over this disease, like, I understand that it's a disease, and I understand that my brain is chemically altered now for the rest of my life. Like, I understand the science behind it. Um, and that's my own fault. And, you know, because of the decisions that I made. But it's not about giving up power <laughs> to this disease. It's about, you know... Changing the way that you think.
0: Yeah, to to any, if back. anything, it's more about, like, empowering yourself to make mm-hmm. a fucking change. It's and, like, and maybe maybe that is their goal in a roundabout way. Yeah. But, like, just... Yeah. The language me, for me... Give me some semblance of, like, yeah. fucking, of, of I have control. Because mm-hmm. you're out of control when you're in that state. Yeah. And so I want control. You know,
3: it goes so far as to, like, you know, you've seen the movies and stuff like that. And you're, like, people sitting around in a, uh, a circle and they're sharing. And they're, like, hi, my name's Matt. I'm an addict. So it's like every single time you share at these meetings, you're just reminding yourself that you're an addict and It's like, oh, yeah, I'm an addict. I'm an addict. I'm helpless. I'm hopeless. And blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. to me, that's fucking depressing <laughs> yeah, to fucking me. Weird. I'd rather be surrounded by the people you that can I we think giggle
0: out of it. Like fuck, dude. Yeah.
3: And right. you know, I've had my experiences with people in that group and you know, some, some of them have told me like, Oh, you can't, you shouldn't be talking to these people anymore. Like telling me to not talk to my friends that I've known my entire life mm. And that's where like really drew a alone for me because I'm like who the fuck are you like I mean they love I've never just met... because there's some yeah. shit that happened doesn't mean they don't love me. Just cuz they use drugs doesn't mean that I shouldn't hang out with them like yeah. they use drugs that's fine. You know that's it, it's me I had to work on. Yeah. <laughs> like cutting them out it's of my not life is not a gonna... responsibility
0: to deal with their shit. <clears throat> yeah. yeah.
3: So I mean for me the one thing that I did take from them was that the day to day like
2: mm.
0: you know
3: today I'm not going to use drugs cuz I for me that makes the most sense. That's the only thing attainable for me right like I can't to say like if you had asked me a year ago i'm not going to use drugs for a year then i'd be like no you're fucking crazy that's insane but now <laughs> yeah. i can say that i've not done it for a year because or almost a year because i decided decision, not every, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah
3: and that ma- that's what makes sense to me that's, that's what works for me yeah.
0: Yeah. and i think that's the tricky thing too right all these programs like not not to knock na and aa and all that jazz like they're fucking you know they serve a purpose and There's like like you're saying i'm sure there were thousands some, of people worldwide that i'm, I'm sure there were some people in there too that were like they'd been clean sober for fucking 10 years and they still go to the meetings mm-hmm. or something right because it is a sense of community yeah that's that that's essentially help. what fucking religion is it's mm-hmm. it's just like yeah most religions are pretty fucking similar where they're like be a nice person mm-hmm. also here's a community of people that will be nice to you
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: that's like it, it obviously that's very Fucking bare bones of whatever a religion yeah, is, yeah, but like, more or less, yeah. most religions are just that. So it makes sense why they would structure the thing around that. Like, hey, look, you're going through a shit time. Here's a community of people who's also going through a shit time. Yeah, like-minded individuals.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you know, let's let's all try and do this thing together. But like, the the tricky thing I find with those, and like when you were trying to get me to go to them. Uh, when you, cause you had like gotten out of rehab and you were like mm-hmm. fucking, I'm sorry if this is, no, 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 I am not but whatever. Um,
3: yeah, going to meetings every day for yeah. six months.
0: And you were just like, yeah, man, you should come with me. I'm like, hmm, here's the thing. Our Lord and Savior, he's not coming back. Um, <laughs> no, but it's, I think, I think it's one of those things where. If you have a base of religion, which a good chunk of the population does in mm-hmm. some way, shape, or form, it can be a very beneficial thing. Mm-hmm. I never had that base. Mm-hmm. So it was Me always either. it was always this thing of like, yeah, yeah, God, 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 sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like a super dismissive way to think about it, especially because it is something that helps so many people. So for that, mm-hmm. for that I do, I, I am kind of, like yeah, that was kind of shitty. I didn't need to talk about it like that. But back in the day, now, now, you know, whatever, teach their own. But like, I mean, I do the same shit now, essentially.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I just call it the universe. Yeah. I still have this this overarching fucking being or entity or something, higher power, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, that is like, you know, when I go and do fucking mushrooms in September. I, I always say I'm, I'm gonna go talk to the universe mm-hmm. like that that's just it, just try
1: so hard to take it seriously uh, just don't look at it it's it hard you. it's right there it can't hurt you if you don't look it's at it it's the same
0: exactly. size as your eyebrows like it's fucking you have three eyebrows <laughs> on your face right now it is mildly
1: disturbing was, are you on are you on shrooms right now is that I'm the problem fucking, I, I hope not I drove here um <laughs>
2: You
3: know
1: Bob's Burgers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's like very
1: similar yes. thickness. You know, that's that's great. That's what I'm going for. That's good. Nailed it.
0: Nailed it. How, your, how your patty game? Are you working at Maggie's Patties now too? Yeah. No. No. Whitefish
1: White fish patty's. patties. Fish patties. Wait, fish go. patties fish, only. Fish cakes.
0: Um. What was I saying?
1: I'll put the mask back on. It's <laughs> causing more problems.
0: than Um. No, but I think. I think when people try and bring you along... I think this is this is something that, that I... I didn't understand until I had been uh, clean and sober for a year. At least a year. Maybe even a year and a half. Maybe two years. Fuck. I don't even know. But like, eventually it kind of clicked to the point where I'm like... It's not my responsibility to give a fuck about someone who doesn't give a fuck about themselves. And... Yeah, I think I think I actually had that thought with you. I'm sure you did. Yeah, because the one time, like, uh, I won't go into super detail, but like, you know, you were on a fucking tear, and uh, John and I were trying to track you down.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I was like this fucking close to leaving my house at like one in the morning, and I knew if I fucking left my house, how shit would have got compromised. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what? Not it's not my responsibility. It's not my responsibility to give a shit about him if he doesn't care about himself right now. Mm -hmm. And that's like, and it's not, I'm not saying that obviously to be mean. We still love each Mm -hmm. other. We're still friends. Um, But it was just something that like you had to go through. Yeah. I'm like, cool. That's like, I can't, I want (laughs) to like, I think, I think it was like,
1: it would have been like a month before my first year. We, like, we or maybe have, it was like a week after or some shit like that, but it was in the summer. Mm-hmm. We all want to help our friends out and if somebody needs something or somebody's not in a good place, you want to help them and you do what you can, but if it mm. sacrificing or compromising your own safety, your own wellness, well then, then it's a different question, mm-hmm. right? Like if, if, uh, if, if a friend comes to you or if a friend's in a situation where they need help and maybe they shouldn't have got themselves in that position, but you're able to help them with no sacrifice to your own well-being well of course you should do it right and okay. most people want to do it most people will but yeah i mean if there's i don't think i hope you don't feel guilty about the decision you made because you were no. you were no. yourself am, being and the in. next
0: day when i woke up i knew that was the right decision yeah i was just like okay cool i don't i feel no type of way about this where right. you know mm-hmm. when you like when you get a little fucking selfish in a moment and then like the next day you're like man, yeah, i didn't need to be like that mm-hmm. yeah 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 of yeah course, yeah like, and you're like, eh, I couldn't, I could have just not been a tick about it, or mm-hmm. something like that, but it, the next day I woke up and I was like,
1: you, you were in a cool, I hope Matt's I I still alive today.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, dead ass, I had that, mm-hmm. straight up had that thought, I'm like, cool, I hope he's alive today, and he'll bounce back. Yeah. But I'm not. And here we are, year fucking later. Fucking A, dude. Here we are. I mean, I think that yeah. was like a year and a half ago, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was in the last six months, but. Yeah. Or in the last six months of you uh, being a wild boy. <laughs> but is there something that like... Because you've cause you've, you've kept drinking.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So like... That's something that always fucked with my head. I was always kind of like, damn, man, I would love a glass of bourbon right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I mean, I still think about it. I still think about the booze Mm -hmm. because I did enjoy it. There was a time where there was a small window of time where I learned how to appreciate alcohol Mm -hmm. and it was fucking awesome and it wasn't connected to partying.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And then shortly after that it connected to partying and then I would have to have a drink or two and then I'd make a call. But Mm -hmm. it would be like, like I still, I still talk about, like wanting a glass of fucking 1994 Bordeaux, like, oh, that's a good year. That's a good year. <laughs> that's a good year. I it was a good year. <laughs> yeah. Or like a fucking, I think, what was what was the year? Like a 2013 Cotterone or something like that. Mm. I forget the fucking year on those, but my brother would know it better than I would. But that's true. Um, but like, it's interesting because th- th- that, was that never a connector for you?
3: So when I first went to rehab, I everything cold turkey mm-hmm. um which rehabs
0: are also kind of bullshit
3: i actually learned a lot more at the rehab at rehab in, um went to a place in guelph yeah. um are they? which is uh beautiful like so nice it was like a vacation almost but it was uh, really nice i met some really amazing people i met some really horrible
0: people there but it's not a it's not a real place though like yeah no, no, I know, I know. It's a real place. That's all I'm saying. But like, but like, you you get re- you get taken out of your environment that you will eventually have to come back into to this perfect place of mm-hmm. support and love and everything. But then For you sure. get dropped back into your environment, which you have, you have no fucking yeah, uh, the the support system built into.
3: Well, that's the whole thing. Is that they're the way right. that they they build it off is is you're supposed to go to a meeting every day when you're there. Um, and it's kind of weird because it was it was interesting because I got to go to AA meetings because for the most part there's so there's a couple different groups there's CA which is cocaine anonymous and there's oh, they, NA they
0: get drug specific now? yeah there's and, gamblers anonymous there's yeah, well, lots those, of those, But you know, I thought NA was just like the narcotics,
3: narcotics yeah. Uh, yeah it's the whole narcotics so any anything so, so weed, there's different rules weed, weeds, and,
0: weed people aren't allowed in anything
3: anymore because
2: it's legal Yeah. It's not a <laughs> I think it's still narcotic I think that <laughs> so it's a man. We, we, got, <laughs> we got
3: to go to a lot of meetings while we were there but it was mostly aa meetings because you know mm. guelph's population is a lot of old white dudes and they're yeah. a lot of alcoholics there yeah. um naturally so i went to a lot of aa meetings which are you know packed full of god this god that and all this stuff but it was what i tried to take away from it rather than kind of being ignorant to it and being like oh i I don't understand this because it has to do with God. Mm -hmm. I tried to listen to the the oldest people in the room and tried to like sit there and listen to the people who had the most time Mm -hmm. and see what they had to say about the things that they went through. And I tried to share the things that I went through and see if I could like find a common ground with them. Mm -hmm. And I I heard some amazing stuff, um, from some really wise people. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, these men are like, this is all they do, right? Like, they've been going to these meetings for 25 years. Like, that's all they do. Like, that's their yeah. friends. This they don't is, have any other friends. Their, this, is their this is their life, right? So, you know, obviously, at the time, I was uh, 20,
0: Five?
3: 25 years old. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to use drugs for the rest of my life. So, that's like, that's a really <laughs> daunting thing to say, right? Yeah. But, yeah, after about a month there, I went back to Toronto. And what they try to do with this program is go to a meeting every single day. And then you you know get set up as you're getting farther along in your time there you get to take uh, weekends to go back to wherever you're staying and stuff uh, like that okay. so i took weekends to come back to toronto and during those weekends i would go to meetings and meet people um and you know by the time i was like a week back um from uh from, uh, from the, rehab. From
1: the facility.
3: I had been going to meetings, like, every single day, and I knew people at each meeting and stuff like that, and it was nice. It was a sense of community. Um, as far as the drinking was concerned, you know, I didn't drink for six months, and that's the first time since I started drinking. It was the longest time. and Not using blow was the same thing. First time since I started was the longest time. I hadn't used it. And, yeah, I mean, for me... At the time, it was like the summertime and it was like very easy to like, you know, I could just go into a bar and, you know, have a good time. And I was very vulnerable at this stage. Right. Like I was single. I was like very mentally unstable, really wanted like attention and love from people. But I didn't have anybody. You know what I mean? I was staying with my father. It was like a really under- unstable time in my life. Didn't have a job. Your,
0: your ego was just crying out.
2: for it. <laughs> Yeah. You're right. right? I mean.
3: And um, as far as the drinking is concerned, when I first started drinking again, it was not the right choice because I started using again, but it's because of the way that I went about things the second, the 15th time or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, The last time um, I changed the way I thought about things. And I tried to like, you know, you're talking about enjoying drinks and stuff like that and talking about specific years of specific wines. Like I I went to do a sommelier course and I went to do like certain things like that where like I really appreciated the things. Um, And for me, you know, I've always been wary of drinking because, like, my father's an alcoholic. So it's always kind of been a, a thing for me, but I've been able to now drink and and it doesn't have, it doesn't give me the same feelings that drugs have given me where it's like, I feel bad when I wake up. Do you think I it's feel... because
0: you've introduced that that knowledge that, like, you took the psalm course mm-hmm. and you're like, yo, let me fucking learn some shit mm-hmm. instead of just drink the shit?
3: Yeah. I think that has something to do with it. And I think, you know, working at Sakai Bar, the original reason why I wanted to work there was because I wanted to learn about sake. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't learn as much as I really wanted to. And um, that was just because I was busy. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, I, I I think, you know, having an appreciation for it rather than you're just, you're, your relationship with this thing is just to, so that you can detach from the rest of your life is just, mm-hmm. like, so I can't feel anything anymore. Yeah. Like, no, like, I actually really enjoy, you know, sitting at home watching fly fishing videos, learning how to tie knots and drinking red wine. Like that's what I like doing nowadays, right? Like yes. it's fucking weird, I know. Mm. But <laughs> that's like what I like doing, you it's know. Not what that I mean? word, let's just say that So yeah, I guess my relationship with it has changed, right? Because mm. you know, just as well as I do, like we would meet up and we'd have a drink and be like oh, first I, drink in we'd be I like would, okay. I would are you text you at nine PM
0: and be like, So you're coming to the restaurant. Yeah. And you would boogie down to people's, I'd get off at one, mm-hmm. we'd smash drinks, make a call. Yeah, and then just or I would already street. have it on me. Yeah. or whatever yeah. the fuck, right?
3: And then next thing you know, it's 7 in the morning, and we have to go back seven. to 7?
0: I was
2: thinking
0: 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> or that. <laughs> and I would but, just walk uh, down the street to the restaurant and go back to prepping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did not miss that. that. gives
3: me fucking goosebumps. It's gross. Right? Oh, um, so gross. Yeah. So, so such a. Yeah, joke. I mean, I just changed my relationship with it, and, and I keep myself in check. You know, like, I try hard to you know think about my relationship with it often Mm -hmm. and make sure that like and same thing with the mdma and other things that i still do and
0: but like i mean i only know this because i've done i stay away from m just because it's uh, i've had too many nights on this that and the other thing and Mm -hmm. m was always involved in that but like the mushrooms i do fucking the large doses of mushrooms so like psychedelics are different though because you don't crave psychedelics like mm-hmm. if you have enough of a fucking trip you're like cool that was enough for, okay, a, for a while, while. Yeah. yeah like i don't fucking i don't need to fucking go to that place anytime soon yeah it's
3: mentally exhausting right? Fucking yeah.
0: mentally physically just emotionally yeah i can't go i can't eat fucking seven grams of mushrooms every week yeah
3: i think for the mdma Crazy. John's like
0: that's too much (laughs) and I have a disgusting mustache
3: (laughs) Um, I think for the MDMA though what changed that for me was um, I started to so Marla my wife she was obviously very concerned about me touching any kind of drugs ever Mm -hmm. and she had this stigma when it comes to like all drugs, and she was like, oh, yeah, yeah. "Everything's she, bad. Don't don't geez, you fucking touch that. All that and stuff." Everything. And you know, rightfully so. She was dating I a. School.
1: But she was
3: uh, dating. yeah. Was. Dating a fucking <laughs> <an> addict too. <laughs> Jose says, "Don't, <laughs> don't touch <laughs> drugs." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I
1: would appreciate you not getting racist. Okay. <laughs> okay. Why? Um. So. So much more fun. <laughs> so.
3: We had this conversation. No, racist, just racial. <laughs> oh
0: wow. <laughs> um,
3: so me and Marla had this conversation one day and I was just like you know this is what this drug is like It's yeah. you get happy you have a great time and, yeah. and if you're with friends and you're with you're the right people and you take the right amount in the right way and you don't take too much then it's yeah. a great time yeah. and she's like okay well a nice dopamine rush the she, next day
0: might be a bit of a bummer but yeah. like that's okay. And we'll she just cuddle was, and smoke pot and eat exactly. Snacks. <laughs> so
3: she was just like, "Well, I'd like to try it." It's like, "Okay." So we tried it together, and we were with uh, good friend Zoran. Has been on the podcast, and he's just so good at like curating experiences. He did it at my wedding. He doesn't does it does, does, does. He's that type of person that's just like yeah. very much like I'm gonna make sure that everyone around me has a great time. Yeah, his en- not, his
0: energy is very caring. Yeah, and he very makes can- he makes you he feel comfortable, be. right? Yeah.
3: And, you know, we explained everything to her before we did it, and and it was just, like, such a great time. We were, like, so happy, and it drew us more close together. Mm -hmm. More close. Um, Yeah, and and since then, it's become this thing that we do every once in a while when it's, like, a celebration. Mm -hmm. And it becomes this thing where we, like, spend time together and have, like, these really deep, meaningful talks with Mm -hmm. each other. And Not that we can't do that. Because, like, we do that all the time. But, but, but if it you take that, to... that
0: takes like a weird little, like, it takes an element out of your mind where you're mm-hmm. just like, I can be, I can flow with yeah. this person. Exactly. And, and like, you know that she mm-hmm. loves you, you love her. And then it becomes yeah. this, almost this exchange of just each other's mm-hmm. mind in a really fun way. Which
3: is the exact opposite of what the reasons or what I was trying, you know, the exact yeah. opposite of what it was happening when I was using cocaine, which was trying to. Which is
0: probably mostly meth, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. John's looking at me like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, John. Shit gets stepped up <laughs> um, But yeah,
3: yeah, it's just fuck. yeah that my relationship with drinking and my relationship with MDMA and other drugs that I know that's those are the two. Yeah. But it's just changed, right? in, a, in the way that I, well,
0: view and especially it. especially in the world today where like now they're doing like fucking MDMA therapy to like mm-hmm. treat microdosing. dosing yeah, tons of stuff like that where you're like treating people with like depression and anxiety and like all these mm-hmm. these like clinical things now they're doing it with that new you're like yeah. okay so it can't be horrible like i won't take it because i think mushrooms are a very good energy for me and it puts me it forces me out of the city which like allows my brain to just breathe mm-hmm. and when you do stuff like that when you do mushrooms in fucking nature you're just like oh this is just everything feels so right mm-hmm. right now it's like very similar to like a high dose of MDMA, just a lot more visuals. Yeah. Um, like an aggressive amount of visuals at sometimes. But
2: yeah.
0: you know, when you go to a couple different realms and you're like, mm, I don't know if this is my physical body. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've never done that much shit like that. I mean, we should. <laughs> we should. What are you doing next September? <laughs> um, I have an off-grid cabin that is fucking perfect for it. Uh, or I don't have. Airbnb, it. But, <laughs> some nice lady in, up in Muskoka has one. Nice. Um, <laughs> sorry, John. You look like you want to say something.
1: Yeah, uh, it's kind of not related to other drugs, but okay. Um, you were talking earlier about you know the things that um, uh, I don't know if if forced you or allowed you or the things that maybe motivated you to um, keep up with it so long. Not. Doing drugs—that is, um, being like you know your marriage, your business, and these big things in your life. Have you have you found that your journey through sobriety and you know coming through addiction—I'm sure it's affected other parts of your life, maybe your relationships with your friends. I don't know what those things are, but like, what are what are the the biggest takeaways? Um, That or the biggest changes that you've seen in your life, not specifically related to drugs itself, but because you are who you are now. Mm.
3: Yeah, that's big. Being being sober man, I find that I need to to be the person that I want to be, or the be the person that I.
0: That you're happy being. <laughs>
3: that I'm happy being. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I find that I have to really talk out, talk out loud about my emotions and talk to people about how I feel, and sometimes that puts people off, or sometimes that makes people uncomfortable. Um, but if I don't do it, then I, then I revert back to mm-hmm. the type of person you that I was before. So, for me, to understand things is to talk talk them out and and say them out loud. that's why this is super therapeutic for me, and that's why I reached out to you about it and so I could be in a good place leading up to this yeah. this year thing, and I think to talk to you about it would like help me a lot. It's something we don't get to talk about in depth a lot as much as we used to um, yeah. but I think the biggest change is that I have a I've had people in my life that I thought were very close to me and I thought were like in line with my ideals and my vision of what I wanted to be as a person. And a lot of those people have fell by the wayside in my life and I've realized that I'm just not that person and I'm not going to be a part of their lives. And it's not that I don't like them. It's not that I, you know, whatever it may be, but it's just I've realized that I have to set boundaries with those people and that they are you know, these are people that I used to use with or whatever it may be. And I've just realized that they're not going to be that close to me anymore. And that, the, the and that reality, that's okay. That that's okay. Yeah. And, yeah. and a lot of people for a lot of people, that's not okay. Because these are people that like are still going through that or yep. people that are still using and they can't accept that I've moved on and, and, and I'm doing something the, new. Their, their ego is
0: still driving.
3: Sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. And for me, like, you know, it's happened a lot, you know, in relationships of people that I've used with before and in relationships that people that I haven't used with before, um, where I will, (laughs) something that I talk to my therapist about a lot is that I always revert back to telling myself that I'm a sensitive person. And she's like, no, you're not sensitive. You're just like very emotionally, um, aware of yourself so, like, you're very, like, you're not stifling how you feel all the time. And, nope. and you're just really, really, really aware of how you're feeling at all the times. She's like, what I've taught you is just how to deal with that,
0: you know. Yeah, yeah. How, to, how to manage it. How to manage get, it, it. In a more productive way.
3: And, you know, as men, I mean, she's it's not the easiest. The back there a little, and fucking... Well, she, that's not how she said <laughs> it. <laughs> but, like, as men. About you, okay. There are <laughs> <best> Jesus. <laughs> you know, as men of, like our age group and stuff like that it's not an easy thing to uh, say how you feel and and ask for uh, validation on your emotions I don't think there's a lot of people that do that right like and I'm not trying to be like I'm fucking cool what I'm saying is that
0: you know yeah especially when I but but it doesn't even come off like that like it it comes off as like look this is who I am this is how I need to operate Mm -hmm. so that I can continue to be a good person to the people around me Mm -hmm. that's exactly that's what I hear yeah and I mean I don't think that that's fucking you know maybe, maybe it feels like while you're saying it you're like maybe that sounds a little selfish or whatever the fuck but it's like
2: mm-hmm. nah
0: man that, that makes perfect fucking sense and I like I don't I, know I, I, yeah, yeah just
3: continue to but I think for me it's like more so the fact that like I need validation this is you know, you can get real deep into it, and you can talk about, you know, young Matt and why he was stifled and what he wasn't allowed to say the things that he was uh, that he thought was right and stuff like that. And it goes really deep into my psyche and stuff like that. And you know, nowadays I've realized that I have these emotions and I need them. Not only do I need to say them out loud, but I also need the person on the other end to validate them and be like, Is you know what, yeah, theory. you are feeling these things, yeah. right? And and that's okay. But like for me, I don't feel like I'm having. Um, a truly meaningful conversation with another human being unless they truly validate my side of things and I validate their side of things and we both actually listen to each other mm. and I think there's a lot of human beings in life that don't do that at all or don't know how right or don't know how, even how to man. listen and, and there's definitely man. yeah so that yeah to answer, right, question, <laughs> to answer your question it's, it has become difficult with certain people in my life but there's other people that have you know, try to grow along with me or, or have tried to
1: learn along with me. And it sounds like you realized what you need and, and how to yeah. how to ask for what you want and how to communicate that, which is mm-hmm. the whole point of life. <laughs>
3: one of them, I guess. One have of the have you, you and that mustache figured out the fucking
0: meaning of life? <laughs> let, let me
1: learn
3: you some stuff.
1: Like, like, you learn me some,
0: me on, some stuff?
1: Son, if you could grow a full-ass beard like Matt and I, I mean,
0: Matt's beard is much nicer than mine. I but like, have grandchildren when... I, I mean, grow you're definitely going to have grandchildren them. before I do. I might not even have children, so like... I'm not even sure I'll have children, to be honest, but... Yeah. Son, so, you know, you're going to bring your wife all the way from Florida to not have little johns those are little johns words and little bells we're not using yet <laughs> <laughs> those
1: are words we're
0: not using um let's just say john's ball game is
1: strong with that mustache okay um just connected next. all back I to the was mustache was
0: <laughs> here, i mean the best part is we know Folding she's gonna listen mustache. to this <laughs> I don't think we have to worry about that to be honest. <laughs> I could have been at
1: home just <laughs> combing my mustache, minding <laughs> my own business. What barely anyway. drinking a, a large frothy cappuccino. <coughs> oh no. How's that for visuals? Here I am. Oh,
0: just making bubbles in your yeah. milk all by your lonesome. Um I'm the victim, like always. <laughs> oh god damn it. Oh, my goodness gracious. (laughs) So, what is it? Oh, sorry, you guys were actually talking about stuff that has... Were we? I don't know. It was pretty fun just making fun of you and your mustache. Okay, Um, something. um, So, MDMA. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it, because I've talked enough time. I know it's been a number of months since I've put an episode out on this, but I've definitely talked about mushrooms enough... um, that if someone wants to go back and listen to John and I ramble about stuff, they can. Um, what is what is the overwhelming feeling that you get, the overwhelming emotion that you get when you're with someone who you love, who you appreciate, who you who you're growing with when the two of you're on that ship? um i don't know i mean, I mean on that, you, shit. that shit that, shit, shit. that, that yeah, shit yeah yeah you're good um no not shit stuff, what, but, whatever fucking you want whatever word on you that. would prefer to hear there yeah
3: um back. i think the overwhelming sense is that you know i'm safe and that i'm like mm. in the moment with this Provides person you Safety. Like, I'm commonly. safe I'm safe through being vulnerable so like I'm mm. like in our most vulnerable state and we're just like you know hanging out with each other mm. saying the things that we want to say and we're just as vulnerable as we possibly can be but also at the same time because of the way that we're reciprocating and validating each other is that we feel I feel as safe as I possibly can feel
2: mm.
3: which is something that I never felt on any other drug ever
2: Wow so
3: you know it's for me, it's not about the drug okay. as much as it is about the time that I'm spending with that person. Well,
0: it's it's just you getting to that place, right? Because it's like, you, the, the drug is not necessarily an important part. Mm-hmm. But the drug is what puts you in that state. Yeah. So maybe the state is... Collectively. The, right? the, exactly. Mm-hmm. The, the state is the goal. Mm-hmm. The open, the allowing your heart to just mm-hmm. just be fully open to receiving everything that, you know, Marla... Mm-hmm. Uh, your, your, your wife is like there for you and, and, and there to be mm. with every version of you.
3: Yeah. Cause that's the scary thing, right? As an addict is, is, is you're scared that you're, you're all lot. You're, right, you're like, well, there's a lot of versions of you that you don't want to yeah. show to anyone, right? There's a lot of versions of you that you don't want anybody to know about. That's why and, I started a podcast. And that, in that, <laughs> so in in that, that the moment, the you know, she's, yeah. she sees, yeah, you're right. Like everything. Yeah. right and she's like no i, I love this not only mm. not only do i accept this but i love this mm. which is like
0: it only deepens the love more
3: yeah literally like how <laughs> in what other situation in your life has somebody ever seen like the worst possible side of you and said i love that
0: yeah i love you come here yeah yeah like mm. <laughs> it's pretty great <laughs> you guys need MDMA. just Shumeta DM. No, on no, no, no. That's not a DM. No, not what no. Find it on the internet yourself. Dark web yourself. Yeah. Um, no. Um, no, you can DM me. I got it. <laughs> I'm just I'm i I did kidding. have Don't. this
3: moment the other day, though, Don't when me. I texted you. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I wanted to do this chat was uh, I was on we're fi- YouTube. We're finally getting into it. <laughs> <laughs> I was on YouTube, and there's this really interesting channel called uh, Soft White Underbelly. And, uh, it's this guy, he's an LA photographer and he interviews, um, people who are addicts, uh, people who are prostitutes, people who are, um, he does like this one that's like it's inbred family and brothers and stuff like that. It's super weird. Really interesting stuff and in video series. He's just interviewing them and asking Soft them questions. Soft white belly? So- I sent you the link. Soft white underbelly, yeah. Soft white underbelly. Yeah. So one of the interviews is with this guy named, uh, Patrick. Oh, he did send me that. And he's 42 years old and he's a crack addict. But he looks like a normal person and he's uh, the first interview there's five videos with him and the first one is well He's still high and he's been he's been on a bender for seven days and he's not at work But then he's getting paid to do this interview So he's like literally after he finishes the interview. He's like taking that money to go buy crack And then it's like the next one he's sober and then the next one he like relapses and then the next one is like is really interesting it's like over the course of a year and a half and you get to see you know like in the first video he's like moving and he's like he's biting his lip and stuff like that and he's just like clearly very high yeah and like the second one he's like not moving at all he seems like much more depressed and like you
0: know sober super super subdued yeah so
3: yeah it was like you know I guess I've been like subconsciously surrounding myself with these thoughts of looks like you know Mm. thinking about addiction in this time right before I get to a year and stuff like that and trying to prepare myself for it and so I was says watching... The,
0: says the guy who says it's not an important milestone, this guy. Yeah.
2: Just so <laughs> but, you're watching
3: him. Yeah, I was watching him and, you know, brought up a lot of stuff. It was definitely triggering, you know, seeing somebody high getting interviewed and him talking okay. about, you know, the, the helplessness of it and think you know... Because the guy... And one of my biggest things with addiction that people just don't understand is really hard to help people understand is that it's really not up to you. Is that... After a certain point, the decision-making process goes out the window, and you don't actually make decisions. It's like I can count. I can't count how many times. Yeah, I (laughs) can't (laughs) count how many times (laughs) I was just like, I'm not gonna do drugs today. And then I'd be like walking home. I'd go to a bar for a beer, and then like it'd be like next moment I'm like at the drug dealer's house. I'm like using, and I'm like, how did I fucking get here? Like I said, I wasn't gonna do this, and yet again, here I am. So this guy was trying to convey that to the interviewer. And it was really interesting because the interviewer just like didn't understand it. And then after like the five interviews, the interviewer was like, oh, so like this is there is no solution to this. Like they're, you know, you just have to figure this out for yourself. And that's like, it's so interesting. It's like the first time I've ever seen addiction portrayed truthfully Mm
2: -hmm. of like
3: where somebody is like an addict that is in and out and he's 42 years old and he's been doing it his entire life and he knows Mm -hmm. That he shouldn't be doing it, but he just can't not do it, and it's like the desperation is like truly portrayed in this in this inter- in this series of interviews, and it was really interesting to see because not once have I ever seen somebody that's not an addict understand that, except for my wife, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> like right. I truly
3: understand yeah, I mean, it. Like she she
0: has front row seat, so yeah, um, or had a front row seat. Yeah. Um, Fuck.
3: 'Cause the like the real desperation okay, I'm of it.
0: Definitely checking that link.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's definitely triggering, like just yeah, so you know, but yeah, yeah,
0: it's yeah, um it's okay. I'll do a workout after or some shit. Yeah. It's <laughs> straight up I woke up this morning, I went and did a workout so that I knew I my mind would be mm-hmm. calm.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. We just gotta get you working out. Yeah. Get rid of that belly sure. in no time. <laughs> yeah, cor- okay. Core exercise get, right I'll get you off of no, sugar, I, I, sugar yeah. and gluten and you're good to go. Uh and yeah i know Brett's you gotta
1: buy tom tom's fit tea. <laughs> <laughs> you extra. It's basically me just pissing your mouth
2: off. um oh, oh, my <laughs> God. oh.
1: john
0: hasn't hung around me much i mean neither of you have you've been so busy in Fishland. but um
3: how's that going by the way did you guys
1: find a fucking uh did you find a storefront yet i think so we're gonna we're gonna sign a lease very very soon yeah
3: it's, yeah, it's a yeah. weird chicken can and the egg situation. You shave that off situation. before or after?
1: Is that, you like, did you start the mustache, or you're like, I'm not shaving it off until yeah, we find like a, a space? Playoff, uh, yeah, it's like a playoff beard until once we sign the deal, then, be- then I'll yeah, shave yeah, it yeah. off. You'll, you'll just be- bring, you'll bring, <laughs> like,
0: uh, a hair trimmer with you to the thing, and just as you're signing, you're just... Yes, zoom, exactly. You're exactly. falling on, on it, out it, right. Onto the paper, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just, like, burn it into the paper with a with lighter? That's exactly what I was going to do, how did you know? Fuck. God, I'm so good. I can still read your mind
3: i got a question Where to it? ask you. To
0: yeah, now. yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, Go, 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 go. Uh-oh.
3: So I guess we just talked about kids, but yeah. I had this moment when we were talking about when I was watching these things, and I, mm-hmm. like, stopped the video because I was, like, crying. <laughs> and then I, like, came over to Marla, and I was like, what am I going to do for my kids? How am I going to help them have uh, a real relationship with drugs? How am I not going to mm-hmm. go either way with it? And I don't, you maybe don't want kids, or you maybe don't want kids, not but... I want kids. So, is just my I question to you... That sucks. Yeah. Mm,
1: there's um, lots of solutions to that. We're not talking but, about solutions right now. John. <laughs> okay, I'm
2: sorry. We're just I'm being sad, okay? This solutions. is, i uh, dealing with no, this but, currently uh, in therapy, and
0: I don't need to bring it out
2: of the podcast yet. Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, Mike. I did just bring it out of the podcast, but... I brought
3: it up to Marla, I was just like, you know, how am I going to properly advocate to my children for what is the best plan of attack for drugs mm. how am I possibly going to be like because there's there's all, so many wrong ways just a little bit you know what I mean yeah but that's the thing right like when I grew up I was I had a father who was just like I've tried everything except for crack and heroin and he's like I don't recommend either of them except for weed good. and mushrooms and you know look at me and I'm a i <laughs> am I was like had all this freedom right yeah. and you know I'm not blaming my father for that I'm just saying like there's ways to do it and there's ways isn't that not to do it. And, you know, Marla's was just family it wasn't helpful. He didn't definitely didn't help. <laughs> um, you know, from Marla's upbringing, it's more like you can't do anything. You're yeah. not allowed to do anything. You don't yeah. get TV. You don't get anything. So there's like, obviously, no yeah, that's the real thing. So yeah, I was like, I had this moment where I'm like, what am I going to do for my children to have the help them have like a, Actual proper relationship with drugs that's like, because I can't tell them not to do it, and because you're gonna end up like me, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're gonna end up like me, and you're gonna freaking
0: love something so much that you just want to, like,
2: just you don't even know how
1: to, uh, no. Um, I mean,
2: yeah, it's
1: I've, a kind of thing that any parent struggles with, regardless of mm-hmm. their background, too, right? It's such a like, it's well, I know,
0: uh, I, I'm sure my brother has had the exact same thoughts because my brother's done just about everything under the sun, mm-hmm. um. And he's he still smokes weed now, um, and he's a Psalm, so he drinks. But like, um, him and I have had some conversations about. It. I think I think mostly. I think. I think you can just all you can really do. And this is coming from someone who just like, or at least this is what I would think to do. And maybe it would change once you have kids and once there's more, mm-hmm. um, there's there's a better understanding of who they are as a person. But I think, I think you just be honest and be like, look, this is what I've done.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, now, now it's on the internet, so your kid's eventually going to find it. <laughs> I mean, but um, it's like, what about this? you just like you, I, I think I think a way to go about it is like nothing is all-encompassingly bad mm-hmm. okay like death sucks but it's necessary mm-hmm. yeah um, there you know uh, the, the, the amount of fucking blow or meth or whatever the fuck was in what we were doing was not good. But it allows you this outlook that you have on the world. So is it bad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm not de- not 100. And no, right? Nothing is hundred. Nothing. Nothing is 100 black and white. So I think maybe explaining yeah. the gray zone to a child is for sure a little more imperative, especially coming from a mind like like I was like the other day. I was trying to explain to um, the woman who I, I I love, and she's not ready for. A relationship right now, and that's okay, and we'll figure that out. But I gave her a taste of how my mind thinks. Have you tried shaving
1: off your beard and just keeping the mustache? So, 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 I, so, it. I have thought about that.
0: That's <laughs> a joke. I have a killer mustache. <laughs> I know. Unlike you, because he's um, Chilean. That's it, why. I mean,
1: he's fucking Mexican. I know, but Let's obviously, you enough. can. I mean, tell. He, doesn't, he doesn't identify. <laughs> I know. Obviously, you can tell. No, no but looking. I think
0: I think giving someone a taste of what. Ultimately, they're going to make their own decisions, right? So I think it's more about providing an environment that is understanding and open rather than one that is restrictive. Mm -hmm. Because restrictions just like I, you know, when when I was a fucking kid, it was like all drugs are bad. I'm like, cool, I'm going to go smoke weed and do ecstasy. (laughs) I'm 16. Like, John's like, what? (laughs) Yeah, I used to sit in my basement alone, smoke weed and fucking pop an E and Mm -hmm. like just stare at the wall or whatever the fuck it did I don't know it had a, had a fire or something um, in the basement no not in the basement outside outside um, <laughs> but like I think I think and this is coming from someone who doesn't have kids so I'm sure there are people I mean, out there that have, have kids that are like not that you know of. Um, <laughs> sh- <laughs> um, she's right there she's listening Hi, <laughs> am Um I think it's I think, and I think this is why people feel so uncomfortable sometimes when I'm as honest as I am with them, is because I can't allow you to understand what I'm thinking if I pull, like, words and I pull punches and I pull these different things. So I don't understand why you wouldn't do that with your kids, why you wouldn't just, I'm not saying, like, hey, tell them all the crazy stories. Don't fucking do that. They don't need to hear that shit because then that glorifies it, right? It glorifies it in a in a little person's mind. It just mm-hmm. fucking glorifies it. You say, look, they're good, they're bad. Yo, what are you making for snacks over there, brother? It's gone, it's gone. I see some hummus. A little baba ganoush over there, too. Let's go. Um, I think it's important to just... Look, man, be honest with them. Be like, look, your dad was a bit of a shithead back in the day. Mm-hmm. It's not see here's the thing I don't have kids so it's very hard for me to comprehend how to speak to a child like that but I have told my brother and his wife if your kids ever are curious about hard drugs send them to Uncle Tomas because he'll have I, I will have an honest conversation with them. I'm not going to tell them stories I'm not going to tell them about you know the, the times when I you know left you in my apartment to go wherever the hell I went mm-hmm. you know what I mean you well, know, remember. Like, remember, you I remember, um, <laughs> but like, I think it's important to just be honest with them. If you, if I, I think if you hold back certain truths, mm-hmm. you're just setting them up to
1: get fucked. So here, here's an opinion, and and you guys who know a lot more about drugs than I do. <laughs> I mean, we know more about using them. <laughs> I probably, you probably anyways. I've done a little bit of research into it yeah. um, the, the, the cognitive re- repercussions Yeah. I would as somebody without kids and as somebody who doesn't do too many drugs um, my un- uneducated opinion is that probably your drug talk with your kid is not going to dictate the outcome of your kid's drug experience if you True. tell them don't do drugs are horrible if you do one drug you die they may do drugs, they may never do drugs. If you tell them, "Listen, man, you know, some are nice, some are not nice. Here's the facts. They may also never do drugs. They may also develop an unhealthy relationship with drugs." What's really from from listening to both of you talk, what it sounds like the important factor is is, you know, being able to communicate your emotions, being, you know, raised by loving parents, being, you know, having those support structures having those coping mechanisms there those are the kinds of things you can probably mm-hmm. really impact your kids not just whether or not they're going to do drugs but their, their whole lives with and you do get to choose and make positive mm-hmm. you know conscious effort and and you know act positively for your kids in those ways and probably have more more impact out mm-hmm yeah, I think that and I mean like, and well, and, and this
0: mind. we're saying all of this from like a super privileged like North American oh, lifestyle sure, where we're sure. like what are we like there's
3: like Yeah. Which yeah. I think is well what my wife told me which I thought was very wise was, uh, she said, like you just have to show them that you have a healthy relationship with these substances. So whether it's yeah. alcohol or something yeah. like that, that's something that I didn't have uh, an example for when I was growing up, right? Like my I father know. did not have a healthy relationship with alcohol. He yeah, still all, does all in, it. all in, all the time. Still is baby. until Let's eight go. p.m. Yeah. <laughs> until eight p.m. where he falls asleep. Yeah, um, yeah he's in bed early.
0: So yeah, I mean, drinking all day is hard. Have you <laughs> so, ever tried a day drunk and not taking a nap? Yeah, right. Exactly.
3: But I think to, like, you know... And that's the thing that my, my wife said. She was just like, you know, you have to show... Because for her, it was either, don't do this, you're not allowed to touch this, or anything like that. Or it was a, you know, on her First Nations side is, is a lot of, you know, really unhealthy relationships with alcohol and yeah. drugs, right? So like she didn't have... Genetically,
0: like, that could be a...
3: Like, genetically is a thing, too. Yeah. And that's why I'm wary about it as well with my yeah. father and me and stuff like that. And so I think... You know, showing that you have a healthy relationship, like through your actions, rather than yep. telling them you can't do this or you can't do this, is, is yeah.
0: where I arrived at it. Well, I think that's, I think that's all you can really go into it with, right? You can't, you can't be like, well, I'm just gonna. Do, it's like you haven't met your fucking kid yet. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what they're gonna. Do. Yeah, but I'm just... And that that's to John's point, too. You're like, look, man, your kid could just be like, yeah, I'm not about that life. Like, I want to go play uh, fucking Ultimate Frisbee 30 hours a week, and, like, yeah. that's all I have time for. And you'd be like, oh, hey, okay, cool. Like, that's a more productive way than I was spending my time at 15. Or whatever the kid's gonna fuck, right? like,
1: with, like, a gaming addiction. Maybe it's not... Likely. Maybe, I, I think have it, no problem with drugs, I think right? I feel maybe. like
0: drugs probably are the thing that, like, our generation is, like, we're figuring out, and probably by the time you have kids or you have kids John it's just gonna be like fucking all drugs are gonna be legal
2: mm-hmm.
0: and kids are gonna be like yo whatever I could go get that at fucking Seven Eleven. like I don't yeah. even care um, and yeah it's gonna be a, a, a technological uh, addiction mm. I mean it's already the tech addictions are already that's real i've got whatever. wildly re- yeah you do you fucking messaged me on instagram instead of sending me a regular ass text message you fucking weirdo we were talking about it right before we started the podcast i'm really glad i brought that up again you have my phone number give me a phone call you fucking weirdo anyway um <laughs> okay <laughs> you're like i'm getting so attached john would you say you're triggered right now
1: I would say I'm very much not triggered I'm just scratching the chin of Matt's dog Milo it's true feeling... Milo looks pretty blissful right now He's yeah. just like oh, this nothing is can go wrong um
0: okay we should uh we should wrap her up I'm sitting over an hour now and uh I really gotta pee and I know <laughs> that uh we should probably go get a snack somewhere cause your boy's fucking hungry but uh yeah thanks for having me I love you. Love you too. Thank you for messaging me.
3: Thanks
2: for coming by, John. We're going to get you, we're get so you on. i new... the podcast. I you the real shit
1: up I think it mean, was... It is horrible.
3: It was equal it parts like Tom, Tom and your mustache. Okay, so okay i okay. yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, take
0: yeah. half. I mean, that's... We'll half. Half. That's <sighs> fucking literally my struggle every time I record is me trying not
1: to fucking just giggle And half, most of the
0: time, you don't have that looking at you. Dude, it was... I got lost in it for 30 seconds when John was saying stuff about children. And...
2: Okay. Okay, let's wrap, right. it lo- wrap it up. I love you both and
0: uh <laughs> bye for now everybody. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs>